0: hi okay this episode is brought to you by uh my car (laughs) starbucks uh smoothie king none of these people are actually paying for this but it's the the things that i'm uh on at the moment so i am recording this just on my phone in a car in a parking lot in nashville and this episode and probably a good bit of episodes between now and the end of the year are just going to be done like this and they're going to be probably shorter which might be just great for you (laughs) you might be like sweet I can now listen to the whole thing and that's a lot better um so I haven't said anything on social media yet about the season that we are in as a family um I'll share a little bit of it because this is going to be a kind of verbal processing of how we do, how do we navigate seasons that are asking more of us mentally and emotionally, physically? How do we navigate those and still find ways and even inspiration and excitement around doing the things that are passionate? to us because I know that sometimes when I find myself in harder seasons everything just goes on hold like everything just goes on hold until and it feels like I just kind of hold my breath waiting for the season to end and it's for me I think the path that I'm really trying to walk is How do I find, like, I'm getting, like, I can feel myself getting emotional even just saying this. So I must be very, very close to being on the nose as to what's being asked to be explored right now, which is how do I grow flowers in a time where it feels like there's not a lot of sunlight or water? And can I grow them? And do I grow them? Am I pushing it to the point where it shouldn't be pushed? Like, Is it asking for a big step back or is it asking? You know, I think ultimately every season is different. And I don't think there's a set answer. I don't think it's like every hard season, stop everything and focus on the season. I think you really, really ultimately need to be in tune with what you can handle. And sometimes what we think we can handle is not what we can actually handle. Sometimes we think we can handle a lot more. And then suddenly our body is like, no, you, uh, you were wrong about this. And we're going to shut down a little bit. And sometimes we think we can handle less than we actually can. And sometimes we can handle maybe a similar amount, but it just has to be shifted. Our energy just has to be shifted in the ways that we're showing up. Um, so Right now, my daughter is starting her second full week at uh, doing an anti-anxiety intensive program. So y'all have heard me, if you've been a listener for a while, talk about her. Uh, there are plenty of podcast episodes. You can go back if you're curious a little bit more about our journey with her and uh, taking her out of school in third grade and homeschooling and finding her a school that fit more of her capacity um and just kind of all around awesome kiddo that she is. She was a guest on the podcast too talking about some of it. So I know that she's okay sharing some of her journey and um so she uh she's in 5th grade now and she goes to a hybrid school meaning it's technically a homeschool program But the curriculum and her education days are done at a school. So she goes, her educational days are Tuesday, Thursday. All the teachers there have either master's degrees or PhDs in what they teach, which is fantastic. And then we're kind of in charge of like any supplemental learning and and homework and things at home. She also goes Wednesdays. She can do some extracurricular activities and get homework done as well. So um, she has expressed a desire to possibly go back. To public school for uh, middle school. Uh, her sister's in public school. Her sister loves public school. I know that some of you listening might be like, meh, barf, public school. <laughs> and some of you are like, I'm a product of public school and I love it. And, you know, it's just every family is different and every kiddo is different. And my kiddo happens to love public school. She has some teachers who are very dear to her and uh, she's really found a beautiful community of friends there. And so my youngest, I think, is like, maybe I want to do that. Maybe I want to try cheerleading because y'all know she's a dancer. She's a competitive dancer, just like my oldest. And they rock it and they love it. And when they're home, they dance and they love their dance school. Their dance school is one of the best. Like it's everyone there is so loving loving. They love everybody, all ages, all the dancers. All the dancers love them. Like, high schoolers love my kiddos. Like, it's really the best. Uh, it's a really beautiful place for them to be. It is one of my daughter's happy places, safe places. And we're really, really grateful for this dance school and everything that it offers. Um, so we, we are now going Monday through friday for six hours a day we drive about 40 minutes to nashville we have to be um at the location at 8 a.m and we are there till 2:30, or she's there till 2:30. 30 uh, i've started where i can go home i mean it's obviously a lot of driving it's like at best without traffic it's like 33 minutes so that's you know an hour round trip so i've started a couple days where i go home during the day um but it's just like a harder season i think I think in some ways, okay, wait, first, first I want to say this. One, if you have a kiddo who you feel like is struggling, so our kiddo is in mainly for anxiety, but um, these types of outpatient programs offer anxiety, OCD, eating disorders, self harm, like uh, all kinds, a range, a range of things. Um, and they've been amazing, and it has been shocking as well as very comforting to now know three women personally who I know, whose kiddos have been through this exact program in the last six months, like since the summer and it is now uh, the end of October. three people whose kiddos have been through this for for different things and shocking and kind of like, oh my gosh, y'all, like what is what is happening? Did we just not pay attention before? Like, you know, decades before this? Is it social media? Is it just the pressures of I don't know, maybe it's just the pressures of like where we live. We live in a community where it's like you don't just go to school. You know, I mean my girls go to dance and other kids do like dance and gymnastics and there's, you know, there's sports and there's academics and it's like it's all a lot. Um and I am, I am beginning to make it very clear to my children that they do not need to perform for me to feel better about myself. They do not need to achieve high marks in school, in dance, in whatever, in order for me to have something to show to other people. I want kids who are able to hear the things that light them up And brave enough to follow them. That is what I want. I want them to know what it's like to push themselves, but to push themselves because of hard work, because they're loving what they do, not because I need them to achieve something, to feel better about myself. So I wonder if there's just a lot of that. I wonder how much of it they see on social media. Just, you know, with their friends, what they see on social media, the influence of friends, like it's, it's so much and it makes me really sad. And I think, you know, when you have a season, when you're walking through where there's something going on, especially with the kiddo, it may, you know, it could be, it could be physical health, it could be mental health, emotional health, like, you know, just something where you're like, man, my kiddo just, I'd let. I just feel they could be thriving a lot more. It could be anywhere from like, they're just not quite thriving as much as they could, you know, to like, they're really in a scary spot. And for us, you know, we've got a kiddo who's like, I think I want to go to public school and middle school a lot. It's a big ass middle school. And there's, you know, a lot going on. There's a lot of kids. And we're like, we're going to need some more tools. Because if you've heard my story before, She doesn't really like going to school. It's really a big trigger for her. Um, And it was really interesting because they told us actually that most kids who come in are triggered by school and school buildings. Isn't that interesting? Um, So we're getting some more tools in our tool belt. And it's really cool. And I'm not going to talk super about the program. I don't want to make it about her. Uh, I I am not here to share her story. Uh, That is up to her. I am here as a mom who is trying to create beautifully in my life. And and I'm trying to figure out what that looks like in this season. Because I think what I want it to look like is the ability to be present and the ability to be with the unknown. And that can be the hardest fucking thing as humans, to be with. The unfucking known and you know I, we always want our kids to be okay, and I feel pretty good about my kid, like overall. And I just get you know for a little anxiety, it just it gets me worried. And we're you know here every day, and she's doing great. She's had some great wins, and you know there's there's no major reason for for high alert concern. Um, and yet here we are, right? Um, and it can feel literally like, okay, like I don't want to work on my website anymore. I want to pause Lens of Love. Like, I don't even want to do this podcast. Like, can't I just turn around and be like, hi, hard season. Peace out. I'll be back later. Um, I'm going to have a sip of my tea. Please hold a moment. Mm Mm-hmm. It's Starbucks tea. And y'all, I am really if you've listened to my podcast, you know that I like to buy my tea from the tea huntress. <laughs> I'm a tea snob. So Starbucks tea is second rate, but we're going with it. Um Yeah, so it's really like I don't know what I was just saying, but that's okay because that's where my brain is right now. My brain is like, what the fuck is happening? But oh yeah, I can feel like it can feel like I shut everything down. And so when we took her out of school in third grade, like that was definitely a season where I was, I didn't have any capacity for anything else other than finding solutions. Like we went from, she was in school to now she was homeschooled and I didn't know how to work homeschool and I needed to find a curriculum and, you know, I wanted to get her, um, you know, some help for some of her anxiety. And so we were trying to find like a therapist and like a program that would work and, Maybe me, me I was also like let's try to get some supplements like what's good so we were just doing a lot and it was that that season made a lot of sense for things to really really just kind of stop for me but right now she's doing great like she's doing really well in the program when she leaves she feels so proud of herself uh they they uh, um there are a lot of there are a lot of opportunities for her to really um learn and face a lot of her fears. And so she comes out feeling really proud of herself, which is amazing. And she is she is learning she can do hard things more than most fucking adults that I know. She is like if you think about like Olympic athletes that get up and train their bodies, like kids going through this program, they're like they're they're like little mental emotional Olympians, like training for the world and it is hard shit that most adults I know would never willingly put themselves through, uh, even if they knew it was gonna be better for them. And I think I think most people should go through a program like this, quite frankly. But she's a rock star. So she's doing great. Like everyone there is like there's a whole team of people that are really supportive. She's with some other kids. Like she is super safe and loved and cared for there and so i have the opportunity you know i have by the time i if i were to go home by the time i drop her off and go home and need to go back again i have like four hours four hours of time to myself or if i stay locally there's like a yoga studio i found god bless them it is a beautiful place it is half a mile away i walked in day one and they were just like "Uh, welcome like this is a space for you and i was like y'all I love you so much. And <laughs> I'm like, oh, they just we're just it's just a beautiful, beautiful space with wonderful, wise, amazing women. I'm so grateful that is around the corner here. Um and but but I'm finding myself like, okay, I gotta pop open my laptop and I prefer to work on my desktop and that's at home. So if I'm here and it just it can feel like it can start to feel like how do I move forward? What do I want to do with what like uh, velocity do I want to move forward right now? What makes sense? Where am I kind of making this an excuse? Like where I'm, where might I be personally scared to move forward? Because if I'm about to release Lens of Love and unleash it on the world. And it literally feels like that. It literally feels like this is something worth the word unleash. Like it feels like unleashing this thing um and it's felt like whoo uh and i have felt i'm reading this awesome book for women creatives called creatrix and she really talks about the creative spiral and how we kind of when we're creating as creatives we go inward and inward and inward and inward and, inward and we create and we refine and we create and we're kind of in this zone and even though i did like even though i did a, a lens of love session it was really of the creation process to test it to see how women reacted to it and now it feels like I'm in the middle and there's this pause in the middle of the spiral and then you start to spiral yourself back outward and this is where you start to share it with people and get feedback and have freak out moments and have moments that feel exhilarating and then just let it loose. So that timing, Combined with this is kind of like i already I just feel like more emotionally raw trying to figure out because I also i'm I'm a problem solver, like I just naturally will sit and my brain it'll just subconsciously work at nighttime, all day until I feel like until I feel like I've come up with a solution that will give me certainty, and yet uncertainty is what the world is offering me pretty much every single day of my fucking life, but sometimes I just feel it a lot more. So in the uncertainty, it feels hard. It can feel hard to move forward with creative projects, with, with things that really align with my purpose and what I'm here to do because it's like, oh my gosh, I, like, I need to just stop and be here and figure this, figure this out before I can go forward. But there's nothing else to figure out at this time. Like we're doing the thing. Like we figured out this was a great next step for her. And it's proving to be a great next step for her. And there's nothing else to figure out. Like, it's just do the program. Do the program. Do the things the program tells us to do. And be present. And give so much love and compassion to ourselves and her and every member of our family. Like, that's, that's it. And so it feels like I should be doing more. And sometimes it can feel it's like it's like there can be feelings of guilt of I'm over here creating this thing that I'm so passionate about that feels so beautiful and amazing and aligned. And I've got someone in my family who is not on a track right now where they just feel like I'm thriving, like they're going through it, like they're headed toward thriving. You know, she's not she's not going backward like she's on a path but she's in the tunnel right like she's that whole uh she actually mentioned this quote today from we're going on a bear hunt you know you can't go over it you can't go under it you can't go around it you got to go through it she's going through it and I can't go through it for her and so it can feel like man I just I just feel kind of guilty like enjoying something knowing she's has to go through something and I don't really have an answer for that like I don't have how do you get over it like I'm working on that so this really this episode is you know we're 20 minutes in here but it's a little bit of just a verbal processing and just kind of like authentically just being like this is this is where I am and this is how I feel and if anyone else has felt this way feel free to reach out (laughs) let me know but it is this difficult, like, how do I go home and know that, like, I've been through a lot of tunnels on my own? I don't know. Maybe maybe we just settle into, like, she can be in the tunnel. She can be going through it because I have gone through a lot of it. And this, like, I'm in my own tunnel with this, right? Like, I'm in my own I'm in my own tunnel here. I'm going through some of it and just sitting in the, sitting in the, you know, space, sitting in the space that's being created for her to do this, for her to come home and, you know, and she's tired and emotionally exhausted because she's doing fucking hard ass work. Um, but she's doing it and she's engaging in it. And so then like, I don't know, maybe it's just one of those things we have to fill our own cups so that we can be there. Because I also don't want to feel like I just wasted time. Like I just sat on my fucking phone trying to like stuff my feelings down, right? I don't know, maybe it's just a go slower. Go slower, take time, lay on the couch if I need to lay on the couch. But also do my work, also move forward because that feels important too. I don't want that to become an overwhelming situation where I, where I couldn't be there for her, but I don't see that being a situation like being possible. So I don't know. I think maybe, I think maybe part of this podcast episode too is just like maybe naming that I want to do those things and I want to not feel guilty when I have the time when she's safe doing the program in there that I take that time and do a combo like right like a self-care nervous system rest care and care for my purpose and these things that I'm bringing to life and then when she's home like really just make sure I've created the space to just be there to just be there and be present and not just for her but you know for for my oldest as well who's like you know she, her schedule's a little bit wonky because we have to leave early now so you know things things shifted for the whole family so it's really just kind of taking care of myself and those down pieces both just again both like you know I don't know a bath tea ceremony uh, prayer, uh, even just like blankets on the couch with my dog, watching some TV. <laughs> and then as well as like, keeping me up the podcast, like I'm doing right now in the car. Like, cause that's important to me. And I said the reasons I wanted to do it and I still want to show up. I want to show myself that, that I can show up still consistently for myself, even in seasons that are hard. And even if I have to dial it back, but there, but it doesn't mean I have to shut it off. Like, we just, we let the faucet, we let the the water out of the faucet a little more slowly. But I don't have to turn it off. And, and typically, it can feel like I've got to shut the faucet off. And then it's like this start, re, like this start, stop energy instead of just like, how do we just like turn the faucet down? You know, how do we grow these flowers when it feels like there's not as much? sunshine or as much water. And is there actually more sunshine in water than I'm seeing? Like, is there a lot more that I'm just not allowing myself to notice? I think that's another big question. Starbucks tea. Yeah. Uh yeah, y'all, this is really just some verbal processing. <laughs> and I'm doing this all on my phone. I'm adding my intro, my outro on the phone, and I don't know how it's gonna sound, but it's gonna be okay and I just like for those of you that are in seasons, man your whether your season is asking you to just like stop, I've had seasons where I've had to stop. I just mentioned one, and coming out of it you just get such a different perspective on things. Like sometimes it can really be a gift, even though it doesn't feel like it. And then those of you that are in similar seasons where you're just like, I actually have time to do things and my energetic capacity like may not be as much, like this is also taxing, but I don't want to let it go. Like maybe we all just figure out a way to grow what we can grow to like, Let the tap go slow, but we still get to drink from it when the water's coming out. You know, we don't starve, not starve, die of thirst. Ah, I don't want to die in thirst. That's terrible. We don't get thirsty. I don't know. Maybe this metaphor didn't work. You know what I'm saying? If you turn the water off, you don't have anything to fucking drink anymore. That's what I'm trying to say. (laughs) Roll with it, okay? Unless you go to Starbucks and you get yourself some shitty tea then you do have something to drink but it's shitty tea okay uh y'all if you hung into this episode you are my favorite and uh yes if you are in a season any season that feels a little harder a little different asking you to make adjustments asking you to question where you go what you do how you grow my heart is with you my heart is with you friend and may we raise kids who know how to find their center, who know how to hear their gut, their intuition, their soul. And may they be brave enough to go for it. And may we give them the tools that they need to do these things. Cheers and amen. Those two things go together, right? All right, y'all. Ah. Go forth, create beautifully.